Stephen Bryant is the publisher and world editor of The Upper Room. He enjoys reading, golfing, traveling, visiting his kids, and hanging out with his wife in South Texas where he can walk and fish and relax. We're so glad to have you, Stephen, join us with our podcast. I'm Dale Clem, and today we're talking about praying scripture. Lexio Divina. And Stephen Bryant, tell us, what is this praying scripture? Lexio Divina means sacred reading or divine readings. It's the Latin for that. You can talk about it as praying scripture or praying with scripture, or you can talk about it as reading scripture prayerfully. Either way, Lexia Divina is a way of setting time apart with God, with the Scripture, and listening to God through the reading of the Word. Not just Bible study. This is not Bible study. This is really a way of being prayerfully present to God through the text and letting the text truly be the medium by which God might speak to us. But through a process. There's nothing magical about this, but it's like living with the Word. Lexia Divina really becomes a way of life. It's not just, I'm with the text, I'm going to take five minutes or 10 or 30 minutes to read and to pray. That's all critical, and it sets, creates the posture, it sets the pace, it gets us oriented, but it really becomes a way of living with the Word, living in the presence of God every day with a listening heart and prepared to hear and respond to and God's it, voice. Has this been an important part of your life? It really has been uh, for a long time. I mean, I think that Lexio... I was aware of Lectio Divina, but it really became a regular part of my life more after the Academy for Spiritual Formation. I was the very first one, 1981 or some, 83 or someplace in there. Father Timothy Kelly, Benedictine abbot at St. John's a Monastery, uh, spoke on Lectio Divina. I was really impressed by that, and that became my regular way of approaching the, the Scripture every day and of being in prayer. It really is an all-encompassing form of prayer. The different movements of it, aspects of it, can incorporate just about every other aspect of prayer if we look at it that way. So for me, it was uh, it was the way to go. Now, what are these movements? Well, Take us through that. First of all, let me just say the movements are descriptive, not prescriptive. So that's really important. The movements name what's happening with us as we come before God prayerfully with the text and how we stay with it, and what that text does to us, and how God, through the Word, begins to move in us. The movements are, to use the Latin words, are lexio. Lexio means the reading. But we read with an open heart, with a listening heart. You've got to remember, when all this kind of came into form, people didn't have Bibles. They weren't all reading Bibles. There was one Bible up front being read. And so everyone's listening to the word being read. So as we read the text, we, re we read with a listening heart, as though hearing it for the first time, as though it were being read to us. So we're hearing the, the question is what, what words or phrases or images here really have energy for you and capture your attention, whether you like them or don't, whether you like what it said or whether you're disturbed by it, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It has energy in it and it grabs your attention it lingers. The next movement is meditatio. And meditatio is like reflection. Biblically, meditation or meditatio has to do with rumination, uh, chewing on the word, pondering the possible meanings of a text. And so, that, so the question as we enter into the second reading of a text, 
after having read once with just the listening to what it says, in the second reading, the question is, what in here connects to your life? What touches your life in some way? And we begin to work with that. A third reading is accompanied by a third question, which is, what about this text, this passage, invites you to do or to be what you're called to be? What do you hear in this text? How is God speaking to you through it or asking you a question through it? And then we begin to ponder. That third movement's called oratio, which is traditionally a word for prayer, but it means response, prayer as response to God's presence. And God in oratio is present to us through the word, and now we're beginning to listen to what the Lord is saying to us as opposed to just to being in dialogue, a reflection on the text. We're listening to what is the Lord saying to us through it and through the different reflections and ruminations. So we listen, and then we respond. The last movement is contemplatio, which we generally think of as, as resting in the word. It's a sort of a final movement of digesting, really receiving fully and digesting the love that comes through us through this word and through this time with the Lord. And then asking the question, what am I going to do with this? How do I respond? So are you saying that you read the scripture four different times and well, ask different questions each time? Yeah, I'll read it three times, typically. Three I, times? I'll okay. go with it three times and allow it to continue to steep, to continue to move more deeply into me. The first time yeah. you're reading it, you're saying, what pops out at me? What words or phrases right. have energy pop out at me? Right. And what does that mean? Why does yeah. that pop out? Maybe a new question comes up. Right. That, the, the, the second one is really, meditatio is really the one where you say, what, is the, what are the possible meanings of this for okay. my life? And where does it touch my life? So or where it connects there's a, to me. A connection with me. And then the third one, we're really listening to what's the Lord saying to me through all this? What do I hear? Where am I prompted? So like taking the scripture where Jesus is with the disciples in the boat and they're all afraid. And I get to the second point, where does this connect to me? I'm going to think, well, where am I afraid? What are my fears? Exactly. And then what is God telling me? You know, as Jesus says, be not afraid or something, then, you know, how can I receive that? So that's kind of what you're talking about? Yeah, and I think it's not a complicated process. It's just that you stay with the word long enough. It's, that's why it's not study. We go beyond study where it moves from an informational to a formational kind of intent, that I'm here actually to be touched by and transformed by God. I move from my head to my heart, and that's the movement that's happening from Lexio down to the process of removing from our usual reflective discursive way into a non-discursive mode. We're moving from mastering the text to being mastered by the text. So often I think when we read the Bible, we want to hold it and so we can use it as a this is what it means. I'm going to be right. I mean, you know, it's not about that at all, is no, it? No, we come to a lot of texts. We're so familiar with them if we're a regular in the church or regular with the, the Bible, and we know what they mean. So why would you read the Good Samaritan story again? Why would anybody read it again? They know it so well. We know what that means. But when you read it with Lexio, it, yes, you may know what it means propositionally or as a principle or generally, but you move beyond that to listening to God speak to you through some word or phrase or turn in there that it connects to your life here and now. And you may hear through that a call to act in a way that was unexpected. That's the way that operates. And so you do begin to live more fully under the leadership of God's spirit through this, even though the text may be familiar to you. Stephen, what are some other ways that you can use this process with, by yourself individually or with a group? 
I think the Lectio Divina pattern lends itself really well to working with a group of people in a variety of ways. And the people don't always need to know that they're even in the process. This is something that the leader may just bring to the situation because if Lectio Divina is a part of your own prayer pattern and way of working with the text, it's very natural then to bring that same process or which becomes a pathway for helping people move deeper and deeper and into, uh, and into God's presence in a beneficial way. Because of my full-time work here, I don't have a church, so preaching is not as much my communication as teaching. And I teach almost every Sunday, and I work with the lectionary. So the lectionary is my, is my path on a weekly basis uh, with that class, and it's a dialogical kind of thing, though I do teach. But I use this process. Lexio, the reading, can be approached in very creative ways and with a group of people. Yes, uh, would you read the text? Read this text. And so someone reads the text. We say, wow, that's very interesting. Uh, I wonder what this would sound like with a different voice. Let's stay with the reading for just a moment before we move too quickly into our usual study patterns where we talk about the meaning and begin to throw opinions around. Let's listen to this again. And I wonder, um, Dale, thank you. Kelly, I wonder if you'd read it now, see what it sounds like from your voice. And so maybe Kelly reads it and we go, wow, interesting. Uh, what, how was that different? What did you feel within yourself or here that was different in Kelly's reading opposed to Dale's? And which one, what came up? What words were emphasized differently? Or what different emotional content was there? And different texts lend themselves to this way very well. But the question there is what words or phrases or images really captured your attention or kind of linger with you? It can also ask an emotional question, which is what was the feeling in the text? Then you move to the next part, which is reflect meditatio, the reflection. As a leader, you can guide that in a variety of ways. One is to say, well, what does it mean? That's what we often do. Or here's what I think it means, and I start right. teaching. And we kind of want to control it, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I'll tell you all about because I'm really excited. I want to tell you about what it means. Well, that might help prompt some other people's thoughts, but you want to open up that space and say, what are the possible meanings for you? Let's imagine on a head level, that would be one way to approach it. At the head level, you may want to say, what are all the possible meanings that this text might have for us? Or you could ask, what question am I hearing? through these texts. What are the questions that are implicit here for us? But he might move from the head to a different level and got people to participate. If you're reading the story of Martha and Mary and Jesus and the disciples came to the door and Martha opened the door, welcomed them into her home, but Martha sat at the Lord's feet and listened to all that he was teaching. Well, this lends itself immediately to some imaginative participation. So imagine yourself welcoming Jesus to your door your home, your actual home, and suddenly he's at the door knocking. Are you welcoming him? Are you anxious? Be in Martha's shoes for a moment. Or sit at the Lord's feet. Go and sit with Mary at the Lord's feet. Listen with her. Sit with her. Listen. What is he saying? What is he teaching? What is it he wants you to hear? Just sit with that for a moment. And so you can lead the group reflectively through these kind of experiences in a variety of ways. And then before you go to a ratio, which is really moving more into, you want to move people from their 
dialogue with themselves or each other about the meanings to a dialogue with the Lord directly. Right. That's the movement from meditation to prayer. So we want to shift that and say, okay, let's imagine instead of talking to each other about what it might mean or what we were feeling, let's actually shift this into a mode of prayer and, and dialogue with the Lord. So I want to invite you right now to take a moment, each of you, in quiet. I want to just stay with that text that I just mo- mo- mentioned a moment ago, Luke 10. I mean, you're going to ask people to be quiet and silent yeah, for a little bit? exactly. So we're going to be in class. Gee, we thought we were just here to hear what you had to say, right? So be quiet for a moment, and I want you to sit with Mary at the Lord's feet and listen to what he's saying to you today. Through all this discussion we've had thus far, listen now to what he has, is saying to you. Maybe sit quietly for a moment. And say, I want you to sit now with Martha. You know, Martha's feeling pretty bad right now. Sit there with her for a moment. Just sit quietly with her. The Lord's kind of challenged her. How are you feeling? And what is the Lord saying to you about your busyness right now? And then thirdly, what is the one thing necessary in your life? Listen to the Lord. Why don't you take a second, each of you, if you've got a pencil and paper, just to write out a few things. What comes to mind here? What would you like to ask Jesus about how to work this out? All right. Uh, We're going to take another three minutes or so. I just want you to sit with it. And I'm going to read the text one more time, just as background, as you sit with this and listen to what the Lord might be saying to you. And then after, after three minutes of that, I read the text slowly and let people just kind of let that steep. I might, I might or might not, depending, say, I want you to get into groups of three right now and share with one another just what came to you during that time and how did that go. That's a pretty meaningful class. You've worked through your head stuff. You've reflected on all the possible meanings. Maybe there was some work around the background but you've let people move more deeply into the text in a way that might be brand new for them. That Now they're really living inside of it. And now they have had an opportunity to actually connect with the Lord. Now, it's not that everything happens in 50 minutes, but they're going to live with that the rest of the day. And what you want is to create a space that a person can take with them into their day. Reading it three times, I guarantee everybody will remember and Mary sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. And the question, what is he saying to you? If they can go back to that any time and pick up their prayer, their listening time, and be in a dialogue. That's so, right. And they'll carry that through through the whole week and through even their dreams. Exactly. Exactly. If you keep pondering those questions, those are the great questions, the great things to ask as we all try to pray and get closer to Jesus and know how Jesus is calling us to live and live out our faith. Yeah. That's great. Thank you so much for yeah. coming. Thank you, Dale. To, to be with us. I think the challenge now is just to, to try it out. And I hope our listeners at the, to this podcast will, will try out praying the scripture, reading it over and asking these questions. And I bet we'll be even surprised because God is able to use, use these scripture to speak to us and transform our lives. <laughs>